We're each in an individual room. We usually start the podcast off by describing the room that we're in. Yes, uh, and we have three rooms to describe. I wouldn't want to buck a good trend. Well, we were in a truck. We were in a truck, I think, in our last last time out. We're in a, I'm actually in Dane's uh, boardroom here. Um, new chairs since you were here last time. Uh, Dan, where are you? I'm in my office. Yeah, we upgraded the boardroom chairs to Lazy Boys. So, Stephen, don't fall asleep. <laughs> I'll try not to. And Tom, where are you? Yeah, I'm in a small studio by the sea in England. Do we have uh, long distance calling to, to make sure that we're not paying too much for this uh, overseas call? Absolutely, yeah. I'm just charging it to the Fireside card. So That's, that's good. Uh, that's good. We all know that doesn't count. Uh, could you give me a British accent? Yeah, I mean, I'd love to hear it, but... <laughs> you just have to click the filter, Stephen. Yeah. It's not so good. It's, it's yeah. compressor, and then the right, the, the one right next to it is British accent. I mean, you, I like we joke, but it's going to be a version of Animoji, isn't it, eventually? You'll just click in it, and you'll, I love you'll that. talk with an accent. Well, yeah. I was actually... Speaking of Animoji, I was actually surprised that there were not voice filters on the Animoji. Oh, to because, make it sound like a Because, you know, if you're talking like a robot... Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, that might be harder. But, like, if you're talking like a robot... Yeah. You know, um, in any event, I think we're digressing a little bit. So uh, where do we start? Dan, how about an update? There's a lot going on. There's a lot to update on. We've been we've been pretty hard at work the last couple of weeks, but nothing at the same time, almost nothing too concrete. Uh, we've secured a few incredible speakers that I think we're we're not quite yet going to mention, although probably will will mention in the coming weeks. Uh, we started working on swag. We we added our extra nights, so that's official, and we emailed uh, to our alumni about that. So, uh, Steve, what are we doing on Thursday night this year? So Thursday, September sixth, twenty eighteen. Just to get that year in there. Um, we are starting fireside. So normally, the last three years we've started on Friday. Uh, in our first two years, we kind of did Friday afternoon. Last year, we experimented with uh, opening our gates kind of right in the morning. Uh, people were leaving five, six in the morning to get up to Fireside. So we said this is a little bit silly. So um, what we're going to do now is we're actually going to arrange uh, transport right up to camp from Toronto. Um, and uh, obviously, people are coming from all places other than Toronto. But uh, we'll, we'll certainly at least uh, explore some busing from then. Thursday night, we're bringing people up to Fireside. Um, we're adding an extra night. So that Thursday night, September 6th, 2018, we are kicking Fireside off uh, around 7 p.m. that evening for an amazing dinner, chills around the campfire, and getting people set up to be ready to rock Friday morning. Um, so we're really pumped about that. Um, I'm trying to think what other updates. So we have our, our application um, page is up now, which is awesome. Well, I think Tom probably doesn't know anything about our application page, what we've been working on behind the scenes, what yeah. we're doing on pricing this I mean, year I think, for I alumni. Think you guys should, yeah, you should talk to me and the listeners like as as if a lot of this is really new because everything I'm hearing is completely new at the moment. For sure. So, um, Dan, why don't you take it off with what we've actually built for this year, and then I'm happy to talk about the actual process. Yeah. So, Tom, this year we are doing a new, uh, a whole new process for applications. It's funny. In our, we're in our fourth year, and 
every single year we've changed the way people apply. We've changed not just the ticketing system, but the questions we ask, uh, how we do payment, how we do the application. And this year, we're sort of doing it all kind of in-house on our own. In the past, we've used different ticketing systems. Um, and many of them great, just sort of always felt that they were missing one or two key pieces that we needed. So we've used uh, Universe in the past and Picketic and Eventbrite, and they're all great services, but they just didn't all quite have what we wanted. So us- using Stripe, we actually built our own uh, entire ticketing application process and flow internally. So if you go to apply.firesideconf.com, you'll actually see our application page. It's a very simple web form. There's nothing too fancy about it. The biggest difference is that we're actually taking uh, credit card pre-authorization at the time when people apply versus going through the whole application process and then saying, okay, now you need to pay for your ticket. Um, And there's a a number of reasons we did that. We've had um, some issues in the past where We'd get a bunch of applications, we'd approve some, we wouldn't approve others, and then by the time we'd gone back with the approval, uh, someone had changed their mind or they realized they had their uh, you know, uncle's birthday uh, and they couldn't make it. And now not only have we lost a week, but we've also told other people that your application wasn't accepted. So now this year, we're basically getting people to commit and put their money where their mouth is at the time of the application. That way, we don't have this issue where uh, we're we're uh, chasing down accepted applicants to let them know they've applied. It actually all just happens automatically. We've also uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been huge for us uh, at least in the first kind of week or two. Um, trying to build processes too in the back to just make everything easier. Um, things like last year, sending out our waivers. Uh, you know, a few days before Fireside. Now we're kind of. Just building it into our pipeline. So as soon as someone's accepted, uh, we're like sending them out. Um, you know, we're using HelloSign and just automatically sends out, uh, you know, the waiver to be signed. Uh, you know, forget how long after after they've been accepted. That goes out and uh, we kind of just let that software do its thing in terms of reminding people to sign. And, and we're, we're kind of able to do at any moment. We're just like checking on Google Sheets to be able to audit, you know, where, where we're at waiting for things. It's it's funny because as Dan said, like we're always making these changes. Um, it'll never be perfect. <laughs> it'll never be perfect, but uh, we'd ra- we'd way rather you know be get getting to tinker around with our own um, software. It's kind of fun. Um, a little and the project biggest thing the is side. the is the automation of it all because like Steve was saying, in the last few years we'd use a ticketing system and we'd get someone to apply and that was great. But then we'd have to go in manually send out the waiver form, manually send out the attendee registration form that has all of the questions about where you want to live up at camp, what your dietary restrictions are, what do you want to get out of the weekend, all that stuff. We would have to manually send it out. And then we'd have to manually track it all. But now using a combination of Stripe, Webhooks, Zapier, uh, Pipedrive, which is awesome, and combining a bunch of different technologies, uh, HelloSign was another one. Everything is completely automated. So from the second someone applies, uh, all of the emails that they get to fill things out, all of the logistical operational stuff, it's all completely automated now, which takes a huge burden off of mostly Stephen, to be honest, but but both of us. And I'm guessing this is something that you wouldn't have been able to do um, even probably a few years ago with the available kind of technologies and services that are out yeah. there. Yeah. 
I mean, it's 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 unbelievable. I mean, Zapier in particular has just got so good. Yeah, uh, I don't even want to tell Dan what our Zapier bill is probably going to be at the end of the year, but um, it's. I mean, it's helped us unbelievably. Uh, you know, we've also added. Uh, Dan added. Um, made a note about PipeDrive. PipeDrive's also been a huge tool for us. Um, you know, we've been able to really look at a glance to see where people are in our pipeline, um, all the way from application through to to attendee. Um, and it's just, you know, as we tell people all the time, you know, that for Dan and I, this is not a full-time gig. It's like our time is money. It's, 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 uh, how can we do things the most efficiently and just seeing something at a glance and being able to get, uh, get real-time updates is, is huge for us. Yeah. Well, what's cool, Tom is like in the past, if you were to say to us, uh, you know, how, how much revenue do you have at this point? We would not have been able to tell you. I mean, we, we would have, but it would have taken Stephen probably a good hour or so to comb through the sheets and the registration and look at this source and that source. Um, and that's always made it difficult for us to do planning, right? Like, how are we going we to budget for this? Or if we want to improve something, do we have the money to do it? Do we have the capital to do it? And I think now is the first time, Stephen, where we can actually just load up pipe drive, um, go to the right pipeline there and see exactly how much revenue has come in so that we can know, uh, you know what, let's make this investment and uh, double down on swag or improve the experience in another way. Like we had that funny moment in our podcast uh, with Startup Canada with Rivers where he asked us, are you guys profitable? Are you making money? And I I called out to our accountants from Live CA that were in the audience. It just happened to be that, yeah. <laughs> We ge- we genuinely didn't know. We we genuinely don't know, and we didn't know. And now, at the very least, we'll always have an up to date tally on what our revenue is. So, uh, going back to your mention of uh, Startup Canada podcast, yeah, I loved it. Um, wasn't loved that a great it. Tom, episode? Did you listen to it? Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I think I think I possibly actually did the editing on it as well. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah, I, I believe I think that was one of the ones that we recorded. Um, in-house for Fireside, I did some edits and sent it across. I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, I thought it came out great. Um, we'll definitely include that in the uh, in the show notes. Can we do that? Is that a thing that we have the capability of doing, show notes? Abs- absolutely, yeah. Okay, I thought that was... Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, so let's add that I to the show I hope we notes. get a chance to do a live recording again at Fireside 2018. That was one of the highlights for me. That was great. That was great. Um Rivers mentioned in the podcast how grateful he was uh, to have us on. I mean, we were equally grateful to, to be on his show. So um, Rivers, I'm sure you're listening. That was that was great. So um, and to all of our podcasters, um, Andrew Warner, of course, Nikki Blue, Aaron Burry um, and co. And, and um, it was great. So we're going to we're definitely up in that this year, aren't we, Dan? We are. We got some uh, amazing people that we're talking to now. And hopefully we'll have some news to announce on that in the coming weeks. Tom, can we get a little update on you? What's been going on with Tom? I haven't before, really before even to you that, since Fireside. Uh, before even that, hold on. Let's back up for one second. Tom, why don't you introduce yourself, and then we can talk about what is what is going on in the world of Tom these days. Tom, who are you? Okay, so, uh, yeah, my name's Tom, and I, um, I've known Steve for about, uh, I think, 10. Maybe this might even be the 11th year I've known him. Um, and he was kind enough... Well, both him and Dan were kind enough to invite me to um, help out with Fireside last summer, um, which was um, fantastic and a really great kind of learning process for me. Um, but the rest of the time, I'm uh, a working musician. So I play piano and uh, and write music. And 
kind of do uh, do some engineering and yeah, bits like that, really. The best musician I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, and we've we yeah, yeah me and Steve I guess th- through our love of music um, have yeah performed together and written together and uh, I, I'm pretty sure that the, the the kind of first summer that we met uh, we went we played in a bar in in Toronto we did some we did uh, I got it yeah some Bruce Hornsby covers or something I'm not, not entirely sure what we did to be honest and James Taylor obviously yeah of course that was. Uh... That was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll never forget that. And, you know, Tom, you, and you, you guys are so perform talented. perform together every year at the Hootenanny. That's right. We yeah. do more than just the Hootenanny, though. We, 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 we're on the Walden circuit for, uh, for playing music. But the Hootenanny is, uh, is a pretty damn fun night. Yeah, we, have, we, have, we now have numerous headlining dates throughout the summer. I mean, it's a real, yeah, it's a real tour of the same place. And all, <laughs> and all, and all culminating at the Fireside Talent Show. Absolutely, um, yeah. I mean, Which you know, was, obviously for me, guys, that was um, slightly self-indulgent highlight of Fireside because um, I got to basically play with most people and it was a lot of fun. And it was one of those situations where it just all came together and, you know, backstage 10 minutes beforehand and was just a wonderful experience. Uh, yeah, I think that um, what was interesting about that was the, the chaos that was kind of ensuing um, between taking this amazing picture in the dark Um under the stars that my, my cousin Jeff put together. And at the same time, um, you know, uh, getting, getting ready for the talent show and kind of not really sure if we would have enough acts, if we'd have too many, um, and also not really sure what we were even performing, um, uh, and, and, and getting that down. So Tom, you kind of anchored that whole thing. So, so thank you. And, and a, a huge thank you to our friend Ian Mazoff or nicknamed Mercer for, for getting, um, all of her sound and production yeah. stuff sounding awesome have, as well. And we have, so. I think, the the entirety of that 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 evening recorded. So hopefully, over the next few weeks or months, we'll um, release a few of those those tracks for the listeners. Sounds amazing, Tom. You Love also it. had the distinct pleasure of performing live with my father. I did. Yes, oh. um, that was a James Taylor. Song, what did you guys it? play? Um, How sweet it is to be loved by you, by James Taylor. Right, and did I think that came together about five minutes before? You actually went on stage. Yeah, if I and I, I had to call up the song on my phone. Um, yeah, five minutes beforehand, quickly listen, figure out the chords, and just get off on stage and do it. So, which um, is quite a testament to you. Yeah, but a, and, and a testament to your father as well. It was it was a lot of fun. That was great. We also, I'm I'm just thinking back to all the fun memories between Peter Katz getting up, um, delivering his amazing final keynote to everyone Saturday night, going into dinner, and then him coming back and. Uh, just having so much fun with us on stage, Jonathan Mann, Michael Sachter coming out on harmonica, like out of nowhere. That was amazing. Yeah, and how about Christina Crook with that oh my just God. absolutely beautiful, like I was crying afterward, her poem that she uh, she came up and, and read to everyone, totally unexpected. Uh, that was just a really touching, really amazing moment. Yeah, we should we'll for sure go through that in a later episode. That was that was really really unbelievable. So thank you to Christina for that. So that's the talent show and and an intro to Tom. So Tom, going back to Dan's previous question, what's what's up with you these days? Um, well, I mean, I guess I, I, maybe you're angling, but the most current thing is I broke my arm. Is that what you're asking me? <laughs> oh no. Um, at least you're not a piano player. Yeah, at least. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was, um, 
of all, yeah, I was uh, surfing um, in the in the North Sea of England, um, which is where I'm from. Well, I'm not from the sea, but I'm from the the the, the north east, um, <laughs> a county called uh, Lincolnshire. Um, and yeah, I was. It's what maybe three three degrees air temperature, six degrees Celsius. This is um, uh, sea temperature, and uh, yeah, I just basically got I got thrown off a very high wave, and um, the 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 water disappeared, and there was the sand, and hit it hard with my side and broke my arm. I mean, in in multiple places. So it's a very impressive break, if I do say so myself. Tom Stevens told me a story about your interaction with the doctor. Is that is there oh, any truth to that? Oh my goodness! I mean, <laughs> he was yeah. He was in the he was in the room next door, um, chatting to one of the nurses, and I heard him say, or re- he was reading my file, and it said uh, um, he's a musician, and I heard him say, "I hope he's not a violinist or a pianist." Um, and my heart sank, and then he came through and oh um, yeah, and and uh, yeah, asked what I played, and as soon as I said I played piano, he, he yeah. He, he he didn't have a very good uh, poker face, put it that way. Although well, you, Tom, do you, pretty, you got you got to be a pretty damn good be... excuse not to have to do all the lifting that we <laughs> yeah. called on you to do last year. Yeah, there's, it's definitely that's actually so a great segue. Many pallets of water into the back of a truck. <laughs> that's a gr- I think that's actually a great segue. I think our last recording um, was on our way up to Fireside last year, correct, Tom? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So obviously, we're going to do more um, throughout the the year and lead up to, to September. But I don't think we really talked about how bad. The schlepping really was um, in 2017. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, now it's um, like now it's comfortable to talk about. It's kind of oh, let's let's look look back on that and laugh and smile about what a fun time. That Tom, how are your was. ears doing? My ears are wonderful. You know, yes. Tom wasn't as you, as we've heard as a professional musician. Tom wasn't very pleased when I <laughs> was so fed up with the truck that I kind of just dropped the back piece that that uh the the ramp and and it made a very loud sound yeah. um tom was not very pleased with with that my ears um, my, my ears, ears. Yeah. my ears i might have to introduce you to the concept of tinnitus sometime yeah yes um so uh yeah that was honestly uh i, I would say we've certainly learned from that dan um and tom uh, i think this year will be uh will be getting some more help with, with the lifting and the moving. I think also just on the pure logistical end, as we were saying, you know, tickets and, and all the digital stuff we've, we've been getting way better at operationally. And I think the same goes for all of our physical goods. We're going to start shipping things kind of directly up there as opposed to using, using, um, uh, Toronto as kind of a, a jumping off. Point. I mean, on the, so on the flip, on the flip side of that, year. as a, you know, original outsider i'd say that it's a testament to kind of just how much stuff you guys wanted to include in terms of swag and all these other things that you know you 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 got this all together and okay it was an effort to bring it up but you know you you could have only done half the amount or even less so yeah i don't think we really anticipated last year how much stuff we actually were going to end up having you know what? Actually, it, it, it makes me laugh when I think about it. So um, I apologize if I told the story in, in our first episode. But um, in our first year, uh, we fit everything, like literally everything we needed for the entire weekend, including alcohol and swag into the back of my Chevy Equinox with Dan in the front seat. So, uh, OK, so the entire conference was fit fitting into the back uh, in our second year. So 2016. Dan and I go to pick up our swag and we look at the boxes 
Uh, and I'm like, this isn't going to fit in my truck. And like, I hadn't, I hadn't like factored it through my head that we were now 280 as opposed to 75. Um, and so off we were to rent a truck. Um, and that was a constant joke of ours leading up to last year was remember when we got everything into the back of my car. Um, but now the joke looking back to last year, I, I think for us, Dan is like, remember when we thought we could fit everything into one truck? Uh, so, you know, we were two full trucks, uh, this year I, would anticipate us being, um, at, at a minimum two, uh, you know, potentially three or four. Uh, it's just funny how, uh, every year, uh, there seems to be more stuff. Um, obviously this year we might not be more in terms of people, but certainly in terms of just, you know, truckloads of, of, of things. Um, and to Tom's credit, uh, you know, I think all of us were, 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 were pretty, um, we're pretty tired, but we, we got those trucks um, packed up pretty nicely, I thought, last year, Tom. And Dan, uh, Dan, Dan, remember using kind of geometry to get uh, to get everything to fit properly. Dan, Dan was the smart guy that was like, we got to go to the dollar store and buy um, what are those things called? Those ties? Yeah, the truck ties. Yeah, those were good. That was uh, that, that was that was a great addition. That was a great addition. Well, this year we're sending everyone up in buses so maybe we'll have a little extra room at the back if we need to send anything up so i think we're going to do um for sure we're going to offer transportation um so we're going to do a, uh, at least one bus from toronto a yellow school bus but it'll probably be a few um you know to to get people from toronto up um of course we'd be willing to entertain a bus from ottawa or montreal or anywhere else but it's all dependent on um uh it's all dependent on uh, on what our numbers are like from those. Places. I think um, I think each bus should have a designated guitarist who kind of gets everyone to do sing alongs the entire way up. That'd be fantastic. So I think next week we're going to have to brainstorm ways to make this bus transportation as entertaining as possible. I like the guitar idea. Yeah, and then um, people can 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 kind of vote beforehand for the choice of songs, and then guitarists can learn them, and everyone will be happy. It's perfect. I like that a lot. Or we just, oh, in fact, no, forget that. We just send Steve on every single bus and he can do it. I'll just jump between buses. Yeah. Uh, I like this idea of, of, of the whole bus piece because uh, last year we actually did have a, a small bus that we, we came up with uh, Robert Scoble and Jonathan Mann and Andrew Warner and, and, and a bunch of others. And uh, there were probably, how many were there of us? 10 people on that bus, Dan? And like, it was, it was awesome. So, um, it really is a great experience to bring people up that way. Um, and the fact that it's a yellow school bus, I think is even better. Um, don't worry, we'll have some pit stops, but um, I think it's, it's the most campy way of doing things. What's our, you know, uh, end of February prep for camp um, suggestion? I think all three of us could probably come up with something easy. Um, we're probably all thinking the same thing, dress warm. Pack warm. We never know what the elements are going to be, but uh, always just dress for them. How about yours, Tom? Oh, man, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, okay. I'm yeah. I also pack pack um pack cold. <laughs> you know, pack cold. because you in my there might be some be really glorious. Well, there is always glorious sunshine and weather. You know, um, and uh, we often have balmy September and. Um, if anyone wants to join me for a swim, I'll always be doing that daily swim across to the far raft. So. And Dan? Steve, I'm going to stay on your theme and suggest not just pack warm, but 
bring a really like go invest in a nice in a nice sleeping bag, a really warm, nice sleeping bag, which I think you and I are going to do, because despite having done this for three years, we usually show up with a few blankets. But I think this is the year that you and I invest in a nice sleeping bag. Uh, yeah, I think that would be a great idea. Um, I'm in. I'm in for that. Uh, maybe we can get someone to embroider our logo on our sleeping bag too. It would be pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> How did we meet Jonathan Mann? And 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 uh, you know, I, I hadn't heard of him until until I really started listening to ATP and 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 you brought him to my attention. Tell tell me the backstory. How do how do we get this going? Well, that was the funny thing is that you had heard him quite a bit because you were listening to ATP, and I said, "Hey, we got to get in touch with this guy." And I think you said to me. Who the hell is he? I'm not sure. I've heard of him. I said, well, have you listened to ATP? And you said, yeah. I said, well, you know the theme song? I said, yeah. Well, he's the guy who wrote and and, uh, sings the theme song. And and then I think you got pretty excited, and we sent him an email. And this was was in our second year that he actually did the the theme song. Is that right? That's right, and uh, changed a little bit for this year. But uh, he did do it for year two. Yeah, and that was a lot of fun. And we sent it out to everyone. And then uh, for year three, we we thought, well, what the hell? Let's bring him out and let's do it live in front of everyone. And um, and so we we asked him to come and join, and uh, he was so gracious to accept. And then he actually turned it into something much bigger, uh, and it was pretty amazing to see him in his element and exactly what he does when he goes to a conference. But if you recall, I think it was on the first. I think it was on Friday night. He stood up in front of everyone in the dining hall um, and solicited feedback on the conference and then worked sort of all throughout the day on Saturday to start implementing some of that feedback into his song. Uh, And then he did it live in front of everyone. And it was a huge, huge hit. I'm trying to actually think back to some of those. So I actually pulled up the lyrics here of the original version from 2000. 16 uh, i won't go through them all but we'll, we'll play it at the end um but you know one of my favorite pieces there was wearing sweatpants to the dining hall sing campfire songs with alcohol get perspective on your startup life look inside and set the world on fire at fireside um i always love that bit and i think this year he added pieces about uh cryptocurrency uh augmented reality um Something about freezing our balls off. It was a little bit uh, cold at, at some points, uh, as people will know at Fireside. Um, but I really love those additions to uh, to our 2017 um, piece. So, uh, Dan, remind me. You know 20- what I really loved in the in the first one was would you call it an interlude or a bridge? The Hover.com ad that we oh, yeah. had sort of inserted. I actually don't have the lyrics to that because I think it was actually a live on the fly bit when he did the recording, which I loved. I think it was. Um, hover.com is where I buy my domains. Um, something about my wife yelling at me because I've bought too many domains, which is very right. true in my life. Dan, I'm, I'm sure that's the same. We for can you. all relate. Uh, yeah, that, that was a great, it was, was it, a, Tom would know. I, I don't know. Is it an interlude? Is it a, uh, I mean, a bridge? It, yeah, it's probably a pre-chorus. Interlude would be good. Uh, you maybe call it a middle eight, but it's not eight bars. So, but then we still call them middle eights when they're not. Um, so what is the different? So, so what is it? What is the definition of a bridge, Tom? Uh, a bridge is, is exactly what it sounds like. It, it links two sections, like a verse to a chorus. Interesting. So it's a, bri- um, it's Tom, a bridge, way, it's a bridge there... from the verse to the chorus. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was added in 2016. 
um, kind of right before we were about to, to spread that to the world. Um, and then 2017, as Dan said, we made some some changes as well uh, that were kind of crowdsourced. Uh, something tells me we'll do the same thing again this year. Um, so what do you say? Should we play that out? Should we uh, that our way to kind of close this one out? Yeah.